Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. It's Today FM. It's Dave Moore, and I've got Nick Kershaw with me. Nick, as I said, a huge fan since your career began, and so it's it's great to chat to you, and great that you're going to be doing the '80s orchestral night in the Three Arena yeah. in Dublin in April. So, can you tell me and everybody else what does an '80s orchestral night look like? Really looking forward to this one, Dave. It's um, it's Electric Dreams Orchestra, and and they'll be doing a, a whole set full of um. Massive eighties hits, um, orchestrally, obviously. Yeah. Um, guests, and the guests will be Carol Decker, um, from T'Pau. Hugh and Cry, and and my good self. That's... Um, so there'll be our hits. Obviously, we're not playing anything too obscure for yeah. you. And um, in a, in a way that you've probably never heard them before. Definitely not with the big orchestra, because I mean I've seen things like the ABBA Orchestra. I know that's part of this as well. That that's been something that's happened. So then to get these '80s classics done that way is just going to be absolutely amazing. And I often wonder how do you feel about those classic songs that people know you so well for? Uh, you know, because mm. they they've obviously they've been so instrumental and such a key part of your career, but also. You've written so many songs, not just for yourself, for other artists as well. Even uh, I often come across you on a website called Audio Network, which is something I use for uh, for library music and so for the radio show. Right. And and every night I'll go, oh my God, Nick Kershaw wrote this piece of music. That's absolutely amazing. But like, you know, how do you feel about these classic songs that, that people are dying to hear? Yeah, that's changed over the years, really. I think every artist goes through a stage of um, feeling that they're, they're a bit of a monkey on your back, mm. the old hits especially if you're bringing out new material um, and, and you've, you've, you've spent all this time and energy, energy creating something you're really proud of. And they say, yeah, but play something we all know, um, which is, which is, which is fine. And you know what? I've, I've grown back in love with them over the years. I've kind of grown to appreciate what those songs have done to me and the opportunities they've given me over the years. Um, so I have no problem at all nowadays playing those to people and and just sharing, you know, sharing a moment and just sharing a history. Um, you know, it's like, remember this one, what were you doing? Yeah, this one? yeah. And people just the the whole thrill of just walking on stage and and people singing those words back to you is it's extraordinary. Yeah, especially I suppose after they've been around for so long, you know, that the fact that people they still mean so much to people and I'm definitely one of those people I'll be there. And with yourself and Carol from Tapau and Hugh and Cry, they're obviously you guys will won't be just doing your own music as well. There's a load of other eighties classic hits that will be, you know, performed yeah. on the night, even though they mightn't be your songs. Yes, indeed. No, it's a whole evening of, of orchestral um, music um with those Big old massive hits from the eighties. Some you know songs you all, you will all know. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. I cannot wait. It's going to be April twenty sixth in the Three Arena. Uh, so make sure you get your tickets for that. It's called Eighties Orchestral. It's going to be absolutely unreal. Uh, Nick, can I go back to what is definitely one of the most iconic things that's ever happened to music in general, uh, and you were part of it, which is Live Aid. Yeah, I mean, thinking back to that now. Like to be part of arguably the most iconic concert of all time. How does it feel now looking yeah. back on that time? It's a real privilege. It really is. It's um, you know, I mean, obviously people ask you about it, and I've mm. got vague memories of what happened. I'm, I don't know how much of it I've made up over the years or how much <laughs> really happened, but I know I was there because I've seen it on YouTube. <laughs> so have I. Um, <laughs> So, no, it was an amazing day. And, you know, it was uh, uh, just on a purely personal level, it was terrifying, mm. uh, obviously, 
you're not only playing in front of 80,000 people in the Wembley Stadium, you're also playing in front of 2 billion people on the telly. But it's even more terrifying, you, you, you're paying, playing in front of your heroes and your peers. You oh, know, you that's not something I've actually thought about. Yeah, of course. Because... No, it's really, you know, I mean, if you can, you know, just, you know, we're talking to Sting beforehand and, you know, Bowie's loitering around somewhere <laughs> and it's just, you just don't want to make a, a fool of yourself. Well, you definitely didn't do that. I, I can guarantee you that. And I mean, like, what, yeah, what's it like? Because, you look, as, as big as you were then and as big as you became, I mean, Sting, Bowie, Queen, I mean, these yeah. are literally icons of, of everybody's, you know, everyone's a fan of these guys. Yeah, they are. And I'm, I'm, I'm rightly so. You know, I mean, I remember one of my biggest memories is obviously sitting in the Royal Box watching that Queen performance mm. and, and just, just knowing at the time something pretty special was happening. It's unbelievable. What an amazing thing to be part of. Um, and hopefully we will have similar feelings about the amazing 80s orchestral show that will happen. 26th of April in the Three Arena. Uh, Nick, before I let you go, which I don't want to do, but I have to, I'm going to ask you my quick fire round of questions I ask all my guests, okay? Okay. Okay. Right. Number one is, what are you currently obsessed with? Could be anything. A book, an app, a movie, a hobby, a person, anything you can think of. <laughs> Oh blimey! Do you know what it's 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 appalling now? But I'm I'm obsessed with Trump. <laughs> really? I, I have I have been for some time. You know, obviously not in a good way. I'm I was going to say, hopefully not in a good I'm way. I'm going to put yeah. that out there right right now. But yeah, but I just can't I just can't get enough Trump and what he's been up to and how insane the whole situation is over there. I just and I'm doom scrolling to, to the wee hours to, to find out what you know what he said now or some what. What's know, amazing to me is how immune he seems to be from any repercussions. Totally. I know there's always this like beginning of a story about oh this is the end of him now, and then he wriggles yeah, free yet no, again. You know, and he's got all these indictments, and you think he's going to jail, but you know he's not. He's not going to jail. He's gonna he's gonna wriggle out of it, and he's going to be the next president of the United States. Oh, it's, it's terrifying. terrifying! It is. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we feel the same about that one. Um, who is the most famous person in your telephone, Nick Kershaw? Wow. Okay. That's a that's a tricky one. <laughs> um, Kim Wilde, obviously. Kim Wilde and, and Midyear and Howard Jones and and Rick Astley and. Oh. Because he's very famous now. Rick is he's, getting... he's more famous. He's more famous than he was before. That's, That's so just... true. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's he's he's a Glastonbury. I mean, he's he's doing everything. Yeah, the number one album. Yeah, he's flying. That's fantastic. That's great. Great answer. Um, think back to when you were about eight years old and you were in national school, primary school, whatever you call it, where you were. Uh, did you bring a lunchbox to school? And if so, what was in it? It would probably have been a, a really floppy soggy cheese sandwich um and an apple that i didn't eat you sound like my kids yeah it's probably the same apple for about four years yeah. i never it just stayed in the tupperware box and the final question and forgive how strange this is nick but i don't wash my legs in the shower i would like to know do you nick Kershaw, wash your legs in the shower well, well, okay. That's an interesting. One. I don't know how. How can you avoid washing your legs? There's a there's a thing called gravity, <laughs> well, which yeah. makes like, which makes the soapy water go in a downward direction. That is my kind of my point is that I don't actively scrub them because of gravity. Okay. No, I do. I I, I do have a you know I do have a cursory scrub. You, you go rub. at them. Yeah. Yeah. I go at them, but not you know. Obviously, that involves standing on one one or the other leg <laughs> yeah, while you're doing yeah. the other one. Well, your balance is obviously very good, then if you can do that. Right. Just... 
For my age, yes, not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Kershaw, it's an absolute honour to talk to you. Thank you so much for taking the time and best of luck with the 80s Orchestral Night, April 26th in the Three Arena. I will be there in the crowd screaming along to the riddle and wouldn't it be good and all those songs. So thank you so much. Brilliant. Cheers, Dave. Dave Moore. On Today FM. Podcast.